Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. Yes, it's over. Six weeks of high drama, claims, counterclaims, crazy stories, everybody's been abusing everybody, or so we've been told, and finally the jury has a verdict. And the verdict is, they think Johnny Depp was telling the truth, and they think Amber Heard was telling a pack of lies. Well, largely, not entirely. See, the end result here is a $10 million judgment for compensatory damages based on defamation in relation to the Washington Post article that Amber Heard wrote. We'll talk about that in just a second. And also $5 million in punitive damages, but because it's in Virginia, there's a limit on punitive damages to $350,000. So going Depp's way is $10,350,000. But that's not all. There were counterclaims by Amber Heard that the jury said in part were true, and they believed that one of Depp's lawyers damaged her to the tune of $2 million. So there's $2 million going back from Depp's side to Heard, meaning that it's an $8,350,000 net damage claim for Depp against Heard. That's a far cry from the $50 million he initially sought and the $100 million that she countersought. If you didn't follow every single moment or any moments of the trial... Well, let's just say you missed the soap opera. There was damage to hotel rooms, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, fiery confrontations, hate texts, and even a claim that Amber Heard had, um, how can I say this delicately, left a very nasty present in the bed for Johnny Depp, I suppose is the only way I can say it without being too graphic. You had celebrity testimony from Depp's exes like Ellen Barkin and supermodel Kate Moss, who incidentally denied a longstanding rumor that the actor had violently attacked her while they were dating in the 90s. The root of all this, in case you're not familiar, was an opinion piece penned by Amber Heard after their breakup in the Washington Post in 2018, in which she claimed she was a domestic abuse survivor. Well, she never named Johnny Depp by name, but clearly that's who she was talking about. And so the real question for the jury was to figure out whether her claims were false and with malice, and if so, award money, as they did. Interestingly, this follows a three-week version of this trial that took place in the UK, where the court there found the other direction. That case didn't involve Amber Heard directly, but it did have to do with her claims about Johnny Depp's alleged abuse that the son reported on, and then he sued them for libel, the judge deciding that they did not commit libel in the case. So if you thought this was all settled, well, I mean, maybe legally, but a split decision is a hard thing to hang your hat on if you're either side. Now, we know this has already cost Johnny Depp. He's lost his Pirates of the Caribbean gig. He was asked to leave Fantastic Beasts 3. And it sort of remains to be seen what this will cost Amber Heard. Aquaman 2 is coming out in which she's supposed to be a key part. But the way I look at it, and I will confess, I watched barely five minutes of this six-week saga. I think they were shooting 
I can't really call it a mini-series, a maxi-series. It was a six-week television series for which Johnny Depp is now getting a nice paycheck of $8 million and for which Amber Heard is paying. Whether that's a commentary on the truth of the matter or on their comparative acting skills, I leave to you to decide. But somebody made a ton of money in ad revenue or streaming rights or whatever around this six-week maxi-series, and it wasn't either of them. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Turning now to the world of electric vehicles, the DeLorean. Now, bear with me, I know. But yes, DeLorean Motor Company, which exists again, even though it went bankrupt in the 80s. The history on this is that the DeLorean company went bankrupt and then they were refounded as a company that in Texas bought up all of the parts of the unmade DeLoreans and made them on a per order basis in 1995. Earlier this year, the company that's been doing that, I guess since, announced that it would shift its production to electric vehicles. Hence, we have the newly announced Alpha 5 concept car for which at the moment basically what we have is a series of drawings. It's meant to be an all-electric sports car that's supposed to debut this fall. If you were hoping for something that would basically look like the old-style DeLorean, it's not what it looks like. It features two massive gull-wing doors, that part's faithful, which are large enough to encompass two rows of passengers. In the back, the lines seem to point inward, reaching a wide fender. There aren't too many finalized details yet on the motor. The company claims it's going to come with a battery larger than 100 kilowatt hours and a range of more than 300 miles on a single charge, and they're shooting for 0 to 60 in 3 seconds or less. When I'm looking at these drawings, what I'm thinking to myself is, It looks a lot like most of the other electric sports cars that are coming out these days, and that's going to be a challenge for them to make any specialized progress in a market that's already kind of becoming saturated with companies trying to be the next big electric startup. It's not going to be made out of brushed stainless steel. It's not going to have a flux capacitor. As far as we know, the alignment issues have been fixed, and it's not going to steer towards the white lines. And no, in a pinch, you're not going to be able to just take off in the air. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. And finally, the annual Scripps National Spelling Bee is happening today. And in the finals, we have 12 spellers battling it out in front of a live audience this evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. The competition at the Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center in National Harbor, Maryland, began with 234 spellers from across the U.S., the Bahamas, Canada, Germany, and Ghana. It's hosted by LeVar Burton, who you might know as Geordie LaForge from Star Trek The Next Generation, or the Reading Rainbow Guy, or the guy that everybody thought was going to be great on Jeopardy, but really wasn't when he got the chance. That guy. The grand prize for the winner is going to be $50,000 and a bunch of other goodies, including a replica set of the 1768 Encyclopedia Britannica, that means paper, and a three-year membership to Britannica Online Premium. In the past, the tournament has aired largely on ESPN, but Scripps has broken with the sports broadcaster and will now actually broadcast the tournament on its own networks, including Ion, Bounce, Laugh, and True Real. Now, the tournament made a little bit of national news last year when Zyla Avant-Garde, age 14, became the first black American student to win the spelling tournament with the word Mariah. This year, all of the 12 finalists are almost entirely from South Asia, and you have seven boys and five girls in the finals. So again, that's tonight from 8 to 10 Eastern, the only competition in which ringing the bell is a bad thing. 
That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. Hit the five-star review before you go, please. I appreciate that. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Newsweek.